Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's your double, your triple, your quadruple main man, Captain Joe Shoes. This is Papa Bear from the Card Foundation Podcast. This is Nicholas Christian, a.k.a. Dingus the Clown. This is Judd Lorman, a.k.a. Lieutenant Commander Eric Blackburn on SEAL Team. This is the great Tom Vague. This is the Major Mark Shawnee Caulfield. It's the big... Oh, this is Maven, former WWE superstar, tough enough one champion. And you're sitting here listening. And you're listening. And you're listening. And you are listening. listening to the Custom Figure Podcast with JPD. 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 You're listening to the Custom Figure Podcast with JPD Customs. Let's go. Are you ready? Bow to the customizers. It's me, it's me, it's J.P.D. Welcome everyone to the season one finale of the Custom Figure Podcast. It has been a wild ride, 30 episodes, a milestone I never thought we'd get to. Uh, And I am just so super excited to sit back with you all and kind of reminisce a little bit about these past 30 episodes. Uh, But before we do that, like we always do, uh, it's been a little while. Give me a follow on Instagram, on Facebook, on YouTube at JPD customs and um, check out the website, jpdcustoms.com. And I'm just like, I'm so super excited took a little bit of a mental health break, a little, a little step away for, um, about a month and a half. Uh, but I'm excited to be back and I've rethought a lot of things. So, uh, it's been almost a year since this podcast started semi-weekly 30 episodes. I'm very happy with that. Uh, season two is going to be right around the corner. It's not going to be much of a break now. Uh, but season two is going to be a little bit more intentional with a release schedule. There's going to be some more details to come on that. So stay tuned. But season two, the first episode's guest is going to be a banger. So stay tuned for that. It's somebody that has never been on the show before. Uh, and I think you guys are going to enjoy it. So let's get into it. Let's let's do our special customs of the year segment. I have um, reached out to so many customizers, asking them what their favorite customs were. Uh, some of the customizers I forgot to reach out to, I picked one that I thought was an amazing one they did this year. Um, and then there's even more. Like I could I could fill up this entire episode just talking about amazing customs that people have made this year. So I do want it to be very clear that I am not intentionally leaving anybody out. Uh, there's so, so many good customizers and some of them actually aren't British, but most of them are. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with that. Um, but uh, so partially from England, here is your customs of the year segment. Uh, first off, um, this is an amazing one. Uh, Chargrove Customs, 
uh, Chris from Chargo of Customs, he just gave me, uh, he sent me some stickers for my sticker wall. So thank you, buddy. Um, but uh, he did an amazing Mortis. Um, absolutely amazing. Mattel Elite. Uh, you got the shoulder pads. You got the little skull head thing that he carried. Nice soft goods cape. Looks like it probably has wire in the uh, edges of the cape as well. Um, maybe I'm wrong about that, but it, that's what it looks like here. Um, and just, you got to see it to believe it. Uh, belt thing. <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, very, very, very good job. Uh, moving right along. You got a twofer here. This one's coming from England. House 14, my good buddy Jordan. Absolutely amazing job on the dog collar match, CM Punk and MJF. Um, we covered at least the CM Punk on the show. I don't know if we covered the MJF, but they are both absolutely amazing customs. The blood is like, if you haven't seen the match, you'd be like, oh, tone it down on the blood, dude. But if you watch the match, you're like, probably could have used more blood, dude, because they got bloody in that match. CM Punk, absolutely amazingly done. Uh, he did what I assume to be like the hard coat uh, gloss on some of the blood, while other parts of the blood were kind of dried and smeared on. Uh, so just very, very good use of texture there. Um, the actual chain that he used is super cool. Um, just very, very good job. Two amazing customs. I think they were sold. I'd love to know who bought those because they must look nice on the shelf. Uh, very cool. Uh, the positive wrestling fan, the underscore positive underscore wrestling underscore fan uh, with Will Ospreay. This is one that um, Matt told me uh, he wasn't sure if he'd finish it by the end of the year because he was waiting on the head from, I believe, Hederation. Um but he ended up posting it uh, mid-December. He got it in just under the wire. Uh, absolutely amazing. Um, so it is a Jazzwares custom, I believe. Um, and he did a great job just on the decals. A lot of decal work on the tights, on the boots, on the kick pads. Um, and the head looks great. The head is like perfectly painted. Um, very, very good. The The body choice is perfect. Really good. Uh, DWO Customs. Um, this was a tough one. They sent me a few different customs to choose from when I asked. Uh, and I chose this one because the colors, the crispness of everything, it's just really, really cool. It's a Rey Mysterio uh, that was from back in October. Um, I'm actually like the algorithm must have prevented me from seeing this for customs of the week. Cause it, it's a great, great uh, custom. Um, it's a Ray with the Mexican Serape style print, lots of colors going down his tights. Um, and he, he's wearing the singlet and his mask is just beautifully Beautifully colored. I can't say enough nice things about this one. It's great. Uh, Clarky Collector, our buddy Nick Clark from the UK. Oh, shocking. 
the Barbarian. Um, I really wanted to choose his British Bulldog, but we spent so much time in his episode talking about that one, I decided to go a different route. This is um, a Mattel Elite Barbarian, and it is just so beautifully painted. Everything is so super smooth. Painted skin tone on there, I believe. I'm 99% sure. Um, and it's just, it, it's absolutely well done. All the pieces are just like, it's like factory made in a good way. Good buddy of mine, Callum, CMW Toys. Ah, this was a tough one. I, I was messaging with him and I just forgot to ask. So I went through, it was a fun scroll through his page, through his posts, and I kept coming back to this one. Um, this is from, I don't know, sometime June, May or June. Uh, and it's his two ravens that he made. He's made more than two. Um, but uh, this is like a uh wcw era raven and then um a wwf invasion type era raven that he used a devon dudley torso which was the point of this post uh the everything is so good the head scans are wonderful uh the the painting on the jean shorts the dry brushing phenomenal the shirts the tattoo work perfect 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 there's a reason why this guy paints prototypes now amazing work uh and then another person i forgot to ask is 3xr studio so uh he's stateside now but another brit i don't know what they put in the water over there um absolutely amazing work on a solo sokoa that he posted just recently. Um, really, really good stuff. Uh, the decals are all lovely. They're they're greatly ap applied. I think when he posted, uh, he he wasn't sure what people were going to say about the torso. Solo Sokoa is such like an odd body type um, where you don't really know if you want to use the bigger torso for him or if you could get away with it. I don't know. But um, when Mattel does them, I bet it's a whole new torso sculpt, in my opinion. But this looks great. Uh, everything is is really well done. The head's well done. Uh, all the painting, perfect. Very, very good stuff. And uh, next up, Matt, Attitude Customs. Darby Allen Custom with uh like soft good jacket skirt gimmick thing that he wore uh the new back tattoo that he has the spine tattoo um his arm tattoo all filled out all painted in and amazing face paint uh with kind of like some flames and stuff just everything is so perfectly done he has a couple different posts dedicated to it uh and it is just awesome i saw people commenting saying hey i'm gonna hire you to do an actual tattoo and it was just very cool um and then lastly uh good buddy judd judd lormand 
figuratively obsessed. This is one we talked about, but he said this was definitely his favorite of the year. The Adrian Street that he did. Uh, we did go over it in detail, but, uh, you know, it is worth mentioning again. Um, it's it's a great figure. Uh, and yeah, what what else can we say? Judd has has been he you know, may have done more customs than anybody else this year. And it's impressive with how busy he is. Um, but when he sits down and gets to work, I, I got to think like he just works, works, works on these. Uh, so, so great job, bud. Great job to everybody involved with the customs of the year 2022 wrapping it up. All right, let's, let's go over. And hear a word from our good buddies over at the Major World Order, now part of the Major Pod Network. Congrats, boys. The following announcement has been paid for by the Major World Order. This is Billy Walter Peck. And with me, Hosvar, a.k.a. Heartbreak Hosvar, a.k.a. Handsome Hosvar, a.k.a. What are you doing? My intro, duh. Yeah, but this is a commercial. Oh. <laughs> and I am the big Jake Boski, Jake Wyatt, and this is the Major World Order. We are a podcast focusing on the incredible community that the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast has built. We have interviewed all three of the hosts, Smart Mark Sterling, Matt Cardona, and and Brian Myers, as well as a slew of major marks. But don't forget about Rory Fox. Even Rory Fox. So tune in to anchor.fm slash major world order to find the show and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at major world order. Because when you listen to the MWO, you're MWO for life. The following announcement has been paid for by the major, major, major world order. And we're back. Uh, congrats again to the MWO guys. Now, an official part of the Major Pod Network that's huge. You guys are great. Uh, much love to all of you. All right, now, no guests this week, but what we're gonna do, we're gonna take a little trip down memory lane. Yeah, it's it's all learned not because I'm better than anybody else at it, or not because I have a secret that I'm not telling somebody, it's literally just like. If it, if, I don't want to be defeated by it. And if it mm-hmm. pisses me off why I can't get something a certain way, I will work at it until I eventually get that. And sure. then and then I think, right, there's rules to this. I've just got to apply those rules and I'll get the results. But nothing is more important than, uh, you know, over all these techniques than patience. Patience and attention yeah. to detail and, and having a, a high standard for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, meet your own expectation as to what you want it to look like and don't stop until you are as close to that as humanly possible. But yeah. then at the same time, know when to give up, you know, yeah. and I don't mean quit. I mean, like when enough is enough, don't overwork it. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, you're going to get a nice little summary of what happened in season one. And I hope that you will go back and listen to all of the uh, episodes and everything, because I think it was pretty, pretty great. The amount of people that we had on the amount of tips and tricks that were shared uh, starting with episode one. It's called tips, tricks, and more with Dave Wheeler. Dave is great. He is uh, somebody who I met through the major wrestling figure podcast. 
He does customs a lot for them, for the guys, for Matt Cardona, Brian Myers, and Mark Sterling. He has also done work with one Dan Housen, uh, Ethan Page, a few other people. Uh, really cool guy. Um, we talked about what got him into customizing uh, and just general tips and tricks, including this one right here. If yeah. you ran into somebody at C2E2 or something like that that said, Dave, I really want to get into customizing. How do I do it? That's a loaded question. But yeah. like, what what would you oh. say like for their first advice and if they my, were to go to a craft store or something like that? Mine they is always, first off, give yourself time mm-hmm. and don't get frustrated. Yeah. If you get, if you, because I, I, you know, I hate to say it, but mm-hmm. this is a shitty custom. <laughs> but I was gonna say it's very nice. But but you know, but at the time, <laughs> I thought this was so cool. Yeah. And the thing was, I remember bringing this home, being like, I did this. Yeah. I thought yeah. this was so cool. But the thing is, is you know, I know so many people who would make this and go, this is garbage, and give up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, is with customizing like anything else, practice. It's mm-hmm. all about practice. And what I usually recommend is, I say, hey figure out, figure out what you're making. Mm-hmm. And what I usually do is I'll sketch it out. Like I'll, I'll draw out what I want to make. Then I'll okay. figure out what I can make it from mm-hmm. and what I need to make that. So colors and whatnot like that, then, then go to the store, pick up yeah. some yeah. cheap ass brushes. <laughs> you know, I, I will say, if you want to spend money on one thing out the gate, um, your primer. Um, so like I use uh, Tamiya matte clear spray but i use it for okay. a primer and i use it for a sealer okay because okay. it gives it gives a really nice clean finish but mm-hmm. it also puts down enough tooth that a lot pretty much any paint will stick oh interesting um, okay so i'm learning something um, now so uh, that's yeah. good yeah <laughs> and, and so for me that, like that was that was something that took a very long time for me to mm-hmm. figure out um <laughs> and it made such a world of difference once i started doing that and that you know it's like six bucks for a can like six six to eight bucks for a can sure yeah you know that's a lot at the Mm -hmm. same time you can go buy apple Mm -hmm. barrel paints um for 78 cents a tube and they'll last you a fucking lifetime and then from there episode two uh you know episode two not far in but we stray a little bit from customizing here Episode two is Inside the Toy Business with Kanik. Uh, Kanik is um, the behind-the-scenes guy for the Major Bendy's line, which, you know, at that time, it was really just really, really getting started. Um, and uh, I am waiting for Series 3. It should be uh, shipping out any day now, and the line's been very successful it's a very fun little collection i love it uh not so little anymore actually um but uh kudos to him he has really uh run with that and it's been a huge success and a little clickbaity type of thing here go back and listen to episode two i'm not going to say it here but he mentioned some names that were on his kind of list that have not been announced or released yet. Does that mean they fell through? Does that mean they never came to fruition? Does it mean they just are coming out 
soon who knows but go back check out the episode uh and see if you know come across any little easter eggs there uh episode three was a super fun one um and uh we went pretty far for this episode through the magic of you know video chat uh to croatia and we talked to we went head to head with the great Tom Veg, who is an amazing master sculptor when it comes to heads specifically, but uh, has certainly done more than just heads. Uh, we had a very fun talk, um, and uh, it led us right into episode four, which was uh, the first step is sucking <laughs> with Warsman. And Warsman uh, is a great customizer, but um, pairing him with, with Tom Veg back to back was not an accident by any means. Uh, it was really just because Warsman is uh, or was pretty much the vessel that brought Tom Veg into this crazy world of wrestling figure customizing. He really started all the pledges with Tom, everything like that. Um, in both of those episodes, episode three and four with Tom and Warsman respectively really go into how that came about. So definitely worth checking it out. Episode five. Uh, I have to double check my geography, but I'm, almost positive we went even further than Croatia. Uh, we went all the way to Australia and we met uh, Levi from Nico's Toy Box. Uh, Levi is one of those guys that you're like, how is somebody this nice? But he just is. Um, and he ended up being somebody that um, will return very shortly in this saga of season one. Um, it, a great episode, though. We talked about his stage creations. Um, a lot of good stuff about paying a fair price to creators. Uh, paying them for their time. You're not just paying for uh, equipment. You're, you're paying them for their time, for their expertise, um, and for you know, their hard work. So that is uh, one thing that customizers, you need to know when you're pricing your stuff, but it's also something uh, for anybody out there that doesn't customize, but maybe buys customs to be aware of when you're, you know, haggling over prices. Episode six, I'm joined by somebody who has just become my my brother across the pond callum from cmw toys uh this one uh peeking behind the scenes is one of our highest rated episodes uh it's called a couple of kids in their 30s with cmw toys that's exactly what him and i were in this episode we just dove into everything we of course talked about his customizing uh we talked a little bit about Chella. Uh, we talked about all sorts of stuff. Um, I did, in listening back, this clip stuck out to me 
a little bit about giving slash getting constructive criticism and critiques so let's have a listen and it's the same with customizing to get back onto this right there's things that you do as customizing that might not be right someone might comment on a custom of yours and say oh you should have done this or this you know learn from it it's a lot of it's not meant to be personal it's like Mm -hmm. you know if you if you want to strive and get better you're going to get criticized and and, and absolutely miss things right and yep yep yeah and i mean it's all for me i'm all about constructive criticism Mm. some people are jerks about it and and i just don't understand the like why even if somebody posts something that really isn't that good why why put them down and say like just stop customizing like agree you know i just don't understand i've never understood that and this is the thing right i I have people who 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 i'll I'll chat to and stuff like this right there's people Mm -hmm. that talk to me they want to know how to to work things and we chat and he's like how to do this and we we bounce back and forth and they'll criticize my things i love that yeah and and that's how how you how you get better right And, Mm -hmm. and like you say these people who who just say like give up customizing that i'm willing to bet they've never picked up a paintbrush in their life you put right? a lot of paint exactly. in front of them yeah and and these are the people that what's the energy about it's terrible energy they're not going to yeah. add to it and because that's it and i think that the problem with, with this day and age right and again we're the same age i'm not sitting here going oh everything's terrible now but yeah. you can't be as direct with people, I think, is also a problem, right? Some people, like we say, we, we welcome feedback. If someone's mm-hmm. going to turn around, like you say, oh, man, I would have used these legs or that torso doesn't work mm-hmm. or this is this. Cool, let's have this. But a lot of people, like we say, don't like that feedback. So, again, That's true I too. mean, there's, there's yeah. been a couple of times, like, I've seen people's work and there's been a couple of things I've spotted, right? And I've reached out to them and said, look, I'm not trying to be arrogant or anything here, mm-hmm. but would you mind if I gave you some tips to mm-hmm. to try and help, right? And I, I think that way works quite well as well, because I think a lot of people don't like it in public mm-hmm. and you're offering them the chance to have, have it, right? Are you happy in the lane you're going at? You know, they're your customs, man. If you're yeah. happy with yeah. them, I, I say this to people all the time as well. They, they'll send me, they'll be like, what do you think? And I go, first of all, are you happy with it? And they're like, mm-hmm. well, yeah. And it's like, well, it doesn't matter what I think then, but if you want some tips, let's talk about tips, right? Yeah. Because they're different. Yeah. What I think and given some structure of tips, they're two different things. Yeah, um, yeah. So, so, and that's it, right? I mean, customizing, you should do it for you, right? And then episode seven is uh, a really fun one. And I implore everybody to go back and listen. I want to go back and listen. Um, and I'm going to tell you why. This episode is Let the Madness Begin. Uh, so it is a special episode where I am joined by Levi from Nico's Toy Box and Jordan from House 14. It's the first annual custom figure tournament, March Madness uh, style brackets. Um, And these two guys, along with the MWO, helped me judge the tournament. And so here's the thing. House 14 is over in the UK. I'm in the States and Levi is over in Australia. We are literally all on different sides of this planet. Finding a time with the time zones and with busy schedules, it just wasn't happening. It wasn't possible. So what I did is I had very similar talks with both of these guys at different times. And I painstakingly, this episode took me forever, forever to 
edit. And I <laughs> go check it out. See if you can notice little things that maybe they don't match up or whatever. I think I did a pretty good job, honestly. Uh, but it it was it was pretty cool and it was pretty funny for me to listen back to it, uh, knowing everything. And I remember after I put the episode out, uh, I think it was I'm pretty sure it was Jordan shared it, uh, or it was Levi, one of them. But I'm pretty sure it was Jordan shared it to their story and said, uh, Levi Jordan, whoever it wasn't, uh, it was great talking to you, <laughs> but they had never spoken to each other, so that was cool. Uh, yeah. All right, moving right along. Episode eight, if you're doing something you like, no one can stop you with Rocco the Great live from System Island. Uh, First of all, congrats to Rocco. Uh, Him and his family just had a baby. So I am happy for you guys. Um, But I, man, if you are having a bad day, go back, put on episode eight. I remember my wife commented, because I was being too loud in here because I was getting so psyched up about this conversation that Rocco and I had. This dude can make you feel like you are the king of the world. He knows how to hype people up and he does it so genuinely and so nicely. I can't say enough good things about him. Go back, check out the website, check out his uh, Goose Faba, everything. Um, He has so many cool products out there. He's just legitimately a great great guy and you want to talk about great guys it just keeps going episode nine the kingdom of collaboration with figure kingdom you want to talk about great guys this guy is the nicest guy i've never heard him say a bad word about anybody um and i call it the kingdom of collaboration for a reason i sent him a message about being on here uh, at the time of that message, I'm under a thousand followers on on Instagram. I'm nobody. And he's got, I don't know, 12,000 or something like that. And he gets back to me instantly. Uh, and he is open and wanting to work with anybody. And he is just such such a great guy lifting up this community. He goes live all the time, does some fun stuff on Instagram. So check him out. But also... Uh, check out that episode. It was a really great one. Episode 10 is a fun one, um, and it is a history-making one. Uh, we're we're halfway through April here. Two blokes and a Yankee. Um, you got Callum from CMW Toys makes his return, uh, and he is uh, my co-host for this episode. Um, and we are joined by our guest, Jordan house 14 uh and we discuss collecting customizing everything like that um we I think talked until Jordan had like one percent battery left on his phone or something so it was pretty cool um important episode though because it is where the finals of the custom figure tournament are decided attitude customs and Nick's custom toys battled it out um to be the first to win the tournament uh nick's custom toys took it um but it was close it was a battle hard fought by everybody um so go check that out um and so episodes seven through ten really kind of cover that tournament 
uh, nicely. So you're going to want to take a look there. Episode 11, I'm super, super, I was so excited to have this guest on, somebody who I'd been following for like a decade, I don't know. Um, The best toys you're not collecting with Luke from Luke's Toy Store. It's all about mini mates here. Uh, Luke is somebody who does customs. He uh, has sold um, limited releases of custom WWF and WCW mini mates. Uh, we talk about mini mates as a whole. We talk about customizing. We talk about all sorts of stuff. And uh, somebody who I do want to have on again in the future. Um, but really good one to go check out. Uh, right there with the episode with Callum and I, one of our top rated episodes. So definitely worth a worth a listen. Um. Episode 12, we kept the mini mini mate train going with uh, back to your question <laughs> with Gibbledang. And that kind of shows you uh, how our talk went. We just went off the rails so many times and kept having to say back to your question. Um, yeah. Uh, so it was it was a great talk. We talk about a lot of different um, techniques for customizing a lot of things with mini mates, all sorts of stuff. Really, really good talk. Episode 13, A Couple Belt Marks with Dan Turnquist, with Turnquist Custom Figure Belts, uh, Custom Fig Belts, rather. Um, Dan, another good friend of mine who I was just messaging today about 3D printers. Uh, he's he's the best. He is somebody who um, really is just here to help this community, and I can't say enough nice things about him. Um, if if you guys are in need of belts for your figures, hit up Dan. He is the best. He is uh, super affordable. He does great work. It's going to take a while because he's just one person, um, but definitely, definitely worth checking out. In a super interesting episode, he used to wrestle. We get into all sorts of stuff. So go back, check that out. Episode 13, a couple belt marks with Turnquist custom fig belts. Really fun talk. Episode 14, you want to talk about fun? Dingus the Clown terrorizes the toy community. My buddy Nicholas Christian, Dingus the Clown, we are in business together now. Uh, it was great to have him on to promote his terrorized toy line, uh, which he's now released four different terrorized figures. Um, the last one being Kringles, a uh, Christmas-themed Terror Eyes, which I have right in front of me here, and I love it so much. Um, I can't say enough good things about Nicholas. He is the man. Um, go back and listen. He also now runs his own podcast, which I was also a guest on, and we're going to have to uh, flip-flop him again and do it again sometime. Uh, Cult Sure, um, that is Cult and then sure like cult sure like that um so check him out um terror tunes on instagram uh he he's the man uh we are gonna be doing our own toy line pocket pals uh very soon um you can follow kfabe collectibles on instagram um and uh, check that out. 
Uh, episode 15, another fun talk here. Tabletop customizing with the Mad Reaper. We talk about everything. Mad Reaper is a celebrity in the customizing community, but even more so specifically the wrestling figure customizing community. Uh, we talk about how it would be cool to do like like tabletop gaming, tabletop customizing, where we like go to a place and hang out together and customize figures and stuff, which would just be uh, so cool. So cool. Um, so have a listen there. Uh, Mad Reaper joins us again in a few episodes. We'll talk about that. Episode 16, Enter the Studio with 3XR. Uh, we discuss everything... Uh, from customizing to collecting to cards even we get into cards quite a bit um 3xr is a cool cool dude uh funny as hell and uh he um had his own podcast going for a little bit he said he wants to get it back up and running i hope he does it was a fun fun listen uh he edits it in a much uh he edits it very differently from the way that i edit mine um, which is cool because we had some overlapping guests and things, but what you get from mine is a lot different than what you get from his. So it's not like, oh, I heard CMW toys on his or on mine. So you don't want to listen to the other one. You can listen to both and you get very different things from them. Uh, and it's very, very cool. Uh, so check that out. Check out his episode. A lot of fun. Episode 17, it's the custom coordinator, it's Cobb. This was a cool one, and um, Mother Nature tried, tried and failed. Who did Mother Nature ever beat, huh? Tried and failed to knock this podcast out, but it didn't happen. We had huge storms going on where it's Cobb lives, and uh, we we stayed on the air. We stayed, uh, you know, we triumphed. I guess, uh, you know, but it, it's really cool. Cobb doesn't customize, but he coordinates customs. Uh, he works with a couple other customizers um, and he's just a really cool dude. Really, really nice guys into cards as well. Um, good friend of mine. So that was a great episode. And I definitely uh, suggest going to take a listen. Episode 18. Here we go. Stop the presses. Nuggets of knowledge with Attitude Customs. Matt, over in the UK, one of the nicest guys in the world. Uh, he and I talk about everything. And he, what I wrote is um, he drops tons of life-altering knowledge in this episode. Go back and listen. He talks tons about sculpting, sculpting techniques, things that have... I've been customizing for so damn long and I have, uh, I don't know how long that episode was. Let's say a two hour talk with Matt and he changed like four or five different techniques that I do. And including right here, my wet palette right next to me. So speaking of wet palettes, let's take a listen on a daily basis. I'm always looking to learn more and find out other tips and tricks. Um, and he's always promoting wet palettes. Uh, so for a long time, I made a wet palette. I just used a Tupperware lid. Um, I laid some kitchen roll in it. I wet that. And then I just put some greaseproof paper over the top. Um, and that worked absolutely fine. I don't know if you even know what they are or use them ever. No, I have not. No, I'm 
Okay, so this is gonna yeah. this is gonna yeah. change your world. Okay. Uh, so you, what do you use for a palette? Like a plastic little dished palette thing? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Like these say types go, of things. Say goodbye to that, bro. Okay. You do not need Bye. that anymore. I'm telling you now. Bye, buddy. This is the best thing <laughs> in the world. So okay. Um, uh, army color, which are the Vallejo, or sure. I don't yeah. know if they're equivalent or something. They do a wet palette. I bought it. Uh, it's a little tray. It's got mm -hmm. this super dense, like, uh, foam mat inside of it that's okay. like ridiculously absorbent. Yeah. You pour the water into that till it's soaked in, and then they come with these specific paper, basically like a fancy grease proof paper. Okay. You lay that over the top, so you've got moisture underneath that's going to seep through that paper just enough. Mm -hmm. then it keeps your paints wet on there for days. So wow. gone, gone are the times of like mixing a color because that's the most yeah. important thing. So you mix your chosen color and then yeah. if you run out of it, if it dries up, you've got color match it. So yeah. if you've got a wet palette, you can mix it up on there and it will stay on there. You put the lid on, put it to the side. You can go back to that two, three days on the trot and your all your uh, your paints will be, uh, be there. Um, so apart from preserving the Just paints... Just like tons of dried oh, up man. paint, you know, yeah. like... That's a misery. All the yeah. time. This is. I'm about Trust to go me. out to the store after this. So okay. yeah, you yeah. won't re you won't regret it. It's really good. And yeah. uh, and the other thing is as well, uh, it actually vastly improves the flow of the paint. Sure. So sure. on that Darby Allen one with the flames up the chest, mm -hmm. uh, the finish on that on there is. Oh, I've sold it now. Sadly, I had to I had to sell off some of my personal collection because oh. needs must and all the rest of it. Yeah, but, um, yeah, I hear. You. Yeah, it, it it applied so well. Uh, and yeah. when I realised yeah. that uh, what I've been doing all this time is applying paint maybe too thick, I've been going back and touching it before it fully dried. I was getting little marks and and you know drags in the paint and stuff. Soon as I got that wet palette and it had that moisture that it was drawing from that pad underneath, it mm -hmm. went on like glass. Like I couldn't even see where the paint started. You couldn't see a pronounced ridge to it. It literally was like sure. I airbrushed it on. Life, life changing. Um, and speaking of life changing, episode nineteen, it's a debacle with Garrett Williams of Total Debacle. This was for me. Uh, literally life-changing episode. Um, Garrett and I had a very, very fun talk um, discussing uh, going from being an action figure customizer to somebody who owns and runs their own um, company for collectibles. Uh, and it actually formed a partnership with Garrett and I. And uh, I, as you guys have seen, am doing the sculpts for the Bend and Bash toy line. I have a Shark Boy sculpt right in front of me here. Uh, we also have um, Curry Man in the works, and we have Hayabusa in the works. And it's an honor to be to be working on these officially licensed figures. It's very cool. Um, episode twenty, we made it to twenty. That's what it. That's what it's called. An epic talk between. CMW Toys back again, Callum, and he will be back on season two. Promise you that. Uh, in the Mad Reaper, so fun, so fun. Uh, triple threat of customizers is what we called it. This is a great talk. This is also available on YouTube on the JPD Customs YouTube channel. Check that out. Check out the episode. Very cool. Episode 21, also available on YouTube, uh, is kind of a special episode. It's a San Diego Comic-Con Mini Mates review with Luke Porter from Luke's uh, Toy Store. Uh, and the reason we talked about this is uh, Mini Mates got the license for AEW. 
So that was huge. Uh, that's a big game changing type of thing. All right. And then uh, episode 22, this is a big one too. This is somebody who um, sent me a message. I want to say by the time I released episode three, uh, this is Commander Blackburn's Customs with Judd Lorman. Uh, Judd is in the television show Seal Team on Paramount Plus. Uh, he plays Commander uh, Blackburn, and he is a super talented actor, uh, pretty, you know, famous guy. And he hits me up and he tells me, When's the next episode dropping? I've been listening to all of them and I love it. And I was kind of like, whoa, you know, pretty cool. And uh, I didn't want to bother him. You know, we talked a bit here and there and uh, shared some tips and stuff. And he he hit me up and he goes, hey, you know, um, I'd love to be a guest on the show. And I kind of got the vibe that maybe he was separating his acting life from his customizing collecting life which would have been totally understandable and totally fine uh but he really wasn't um he was he was super happy to talk about everything so that is a super super interesting talk we talk about balancing those lifestyles and talk about his uh collecting goals and admirations and all that type of stuff it's uh or customizing goals and admirations it's very very cool uh episode 23 is such a neat one uh and it kind of um came at the perfect time uh this is touring the epicenter arena with the ring king rich von doom uh so he did a very cool live unveiling of his huge aew arena that he constructed uh and i think it was the night after uh we had this talk or maybe it was the night of actually um but we had a great talk about that. We had a great talk about his huge collection, his huge belt collection, his ring collection. He's the ring king. Uh, it's very cool. Episode 24, From Hobby to Hustle with MBG. Matthew Goldberg. Uh, this was, this is not super customizing heavy, but an amazing talk. And it really is From Hobby to Hustle. This guy uh, he does pictures for jazzwares. He does all sorts of cool stuff. He worked with Impact Wrestling. He uh, did a documentary with Elijah Burke with Victoria. Um, tons of really cool stuff. Uh, Eric Bischoff discovered him through a YouTube show. <laughs> and tons of stuff. Tons of really cool stuff. So you got to check it out. Go back and listen Stories you won't even believe. Um, episode 25, The Squared Circle with Custom Toy Rings. Uh, these are um, a couple guys who make the best wrestling rings you could imagine. Uh, they also do tons of other accessories and things like that. Uh, they both come at this from different angles. And really, it's a great talk. Uh, and as I record this it's been a couple months since i put in my deposit for my ring and we've had a couple talks here and there and uh i knew it was like a six month 
process, so I'm not complaining. But man, I'm like counting down the days. I can't wait to get one of those rings. It's going to be so cool. Uh, episode 26, Just Give It a Go with Clarky Collector. Um, and we talked about so many cool things. Him making customs for FTR. Him making customs for uh, Georgia Smith, which is the British Bulldog's daughter. Uh, really cool stuff. One thing that stuck out to me is uh, he is such a great customizer, such a great painter, such a great guy. But uh, we had a really cool little talk about getting creative with other materials. So let's have a listen to that right now. Bits for the boots. Um, and then, yeah, I was thinking about, because obviously he had those like wristbands on his arms. So I was thinking, yeah, how am I going to do yeah. the, the ribbons on his arms? Because they're going to mm-hmm. be, obviously, if they're plastic, they're going to look really stupid. Yeah. Um, yeah, because you move kind of the thinking, arm and they're going to be like defined. They're gravity. just going to be pulled yeah. out, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I was thinking, I can't really do them in plastic. I've done the boot tassels in plastic and they look fine. I painted those up and cut those out mm-hmm. from Warrior and they were all good. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I kind of started thinking about outside the box of my friend. I've got a friend called Dawn who's been really helpful. Um, sure. And she was like, you know, you can get some like tassels, like almost like um, like a lampshade fringing. So I was oh, like, right, oh, yeah, sure that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's going to work, but okay. Yeah. So there's a shop, the shop in the UK called Hobbycraft, and they basically sell stuff for hobbying. So, you know, sewing mm-hmm. kits and all sorts of stuff. So I went to see them, um, showed them the pictures, and I'm trying to replicate this. Because um, initially what I'd done, I'd made like the, I'd done like the armband. So I used um, cowboy bobble and arm casts for the, for the okay, bit on the arm. Yeah, yeah. So he actually had Very like something idea. there to stick to. That yeah. was um, Adam's, Adam's shout for that. So shout out to him mm-hmm. for the recommendation on that. Yeah. Um, and then I'd done like a, a piece of ribbon and then mm-hmm. stuck the ribbon to it. But again, because the ribbon's so small, they just kind of didn't sit down properly. They just stuck out. Sure. So I was like, yeah. okay, well, maybe I could just stick it all together as one piece. So when his arm is down, it all kind of looks like it's hanging. Yeah. So then I did that. And then I thought, well, when he puts his arm up, he's going to be shooting him in the air. So I was like, yeah. that's, that's not yeah. good either. And then we yeah. kind of come to this whole tassel thing. So yeah, I went to Hobbycraft and I said, yeah, this is what I'm trying to do. And she showed me this stuff that they had, but it was like warrior colored. It was like bright, luminous pink, yellow, blue, and mm-hmm. in the whole string. Um, and I was like, that's really good, but it's not going to work because I need it in white. And she, we don't do it in white. You have to, um, you know, you think you can order it online. So there's another store about 20 minutes from there, which does home de- decoration stuff. And we found this stuff there. Um, but it was like a cream color. Okay. So like, okay. Well, that's, that's going to work. But then the rest of the attire is white. So it's going to yeah. look off because it's not yeah. meant to be cream. Yeah. So then we're like, well, maybe we can start bleaching it and putting it into pots and bleaching the color out of the fabric and all this yeah. kind of stuff. And we yeah. started doing that. <laughs> yeah. So we did that over, over a weekend and managed to get it like really white. And then we toyed with, how we're going to sit it on there and attaching it to it and stuff. In the end, it, it came really good and I attached it and we had it down and basically it just free folds down his arm. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. Um, that was kind of where I was at, done the decals for the sleeve. So it said bulldog on each arm, painted it all, blend it all in. And I was like, it's done. All right. Episode 27, moving right along. New York Comic Con, Diamond Select Toys, and more with Zach Oat. Uh, this was a very cool talk, and this is, again, I was a little starstruck during this interview because Zach is somebody I've followed for forever, um, and he is such a cool guy. I am sitting here right next to his book about uh, making toys, uh, and it's it's so cool. It's such um, He's such a great guy, took the time to do it. Um, him and I have uh, certainly talked since then. I'm sure we'll talk more. 
Uh, he is from Diamond Select Toys. We talk mini mates, we talk collectibles, we talk customizing the toy business, everything like that. So much fun. Uh, so go back, have a listen. It's a really good one. Episode 28. Uh, this has a YouTube bonus episode Blackburn and the Beltman. Uh, so Judd Lormand and Dan Turnquist, two, uh, two good brothers, I'll say. And they, they joined me, um, and it was a fun talk. We, we, uh, did a little belt game where we kind of chose our belts and everything like that. It was very cool. Um, and Judd told us a story that I want to go back. I want to listen to a little safety tip. So let's have a listen. Everyone says this on, on custom instructional videos, and I'm just here to reiterate it. Be careful. Uh, wear gloves. I, I had my first um, massive injury. I mean, oh, really? oh yeah, stitches. Yeah, um, yeah. And actually lost a little bit of, uh, I, I must have hit a nerve in my hand yeah. with an exacto knife. Yeah. Because I can barely snap with my left hand now. Oh really? Wow. Yeah, I can't put pre- I can't use the same pressure that I can with the right. Yeah. With my thumb. It's yeah. really weird. Like when you're uh buttoning a shirt, mm-hmm. you have to use your thumb. I can't I can't button yeah. a shirt with my left hand. Oh dear. So how long ago was this? Time. Yeah, I know. Oh, uh, this I'm, was during the, the the I mean, the good news is is that a lot of product came out of that. It was during September yeah, when I was yeah, turning fair them enough. out. Fair enough. <laughs> when I fair was enough. like, ah. yeah, and yeah, I stabbed myself with an exacto. Mm-hmm. Episode 29. The last episode we had, and this episode is coming to YouTube. I haven't forgot. Uh, it'll be up sometime soon. I don't want to make any promises, but this episode went so long that the YouTube episode is actually going to have content that was not in the audio episode. Uh, but go back and listen. This is a hilarious episode. It's called Do a Number with It Figures and attitude customs attitude customs back again it figures we we do bad impressions we talk customizing we talk uh a lot of a lot of different stuff that's going on uh in the customizing world um i grope an action figure uh i get caught groping an action figure by my wife um it's great it's really fun it's good stuff so Go have a listen to that. That was that was fun. Um, and that's it. And that leads us to this episode here. This is episode 30. And um, thank you all for listening to season one. Uh, season two will be out soon. Uh, episode one, like I said, is going to feature somebody who has not been on the show before. And I hope that you all enjoy it. But I don't really hope I know you're all going to enjoy it. So uh, thank you all. And for the last time in season one, take it away, Homer J. And that's the end of that chapter.